introduction. <laughs> Short introduction. And we just want to thank the Mashgiach for giving up um, a little bit of his time. I'm sorry the, the time wasn't, I was only allotted, I said told that the Mashgiach has been in Brooklyn by 10 o'clock, so we weren't giving a lot, given a lot of time. But we appreciate every time we have a chance ah. to hear from the Mashgiach, and I don't want to take away from Mashgiach, please, Anos. In there is an aspect of which I want to think together, which is very much connected to what what is in the parsha and the taina of Moshe Rabbeinu, with Hashem told the taina Lian Lohem Antimbi. There was a lack in Emunah. And the way Rashi explains, that then he would speak to the stone, then the Klarisol would make a Kalochoyba and say, when the stone was giving out through speaking, we for sure were also able to do our duties the way we are demanded. Something like this. So, but Moshe Rabbeinu didn't do that. Moshe Rabbeinu was hitting the stone. And that was a hate. We don't, we don't have a real understanding of that hate of Moshe Rabbeinu because whatever you will understand, Moshe Rabbeinu also understood and he still did it, you know. But only the question is, what does it say? What is that statement which was made that you should have made the, speak to the stone and not hit him? By me, basically, that's like the same miracle, you know? When a stone doesn't give water, what's the big difference whether you hit him or you speak to him? Both are not a real reason to give out water. You know, I try to hit a stone, it doesn't do anything. I try to speak to the stone, it doesn't do anything either. So it doesn't do. So what's the big difference? You hit or you speak? It was a miracle. That's right. But when you would speak, there would be a kavachoyma. And then that would be called hemantimbi. But you loy hemantimbi, there was a lack of emune. And the lack of emune, that was the avera, or there was a hate from, order from Moshe Rabbeinu. What is the difference between hitting and speaking? Now, the difference is, when I hit something or someone, he does what he does because of me. When I speak to someone, he does what he does because of him. He had to be spoken to. That's right. He had to be told something. But in the end, when someone does what he does through speaking, that means he does it from his own initiative. I, I told him. But he has, to, he has to agree and he has to take this initiative by himself. So when Moshe Rabbeinu would speak, when, when Moshe Rabbeinu was hitting the stone, that meant that the stone gave water because of Moshe Rabbeinu, not because of him. From his side, the, the stone didn't want to be given any, any water, any. But Moshe Rabbeinu was forcing him to give. But when he would speak to the stone, then the stone would give from himself. Now the problem is, the stone didn't have any water. That is the problem of the stone, that's not my thing. You say a stone never has water. But let's say out of this, of this way the Torah looks at the natural, the natural elements, which we know that there are four elements. Uh, uh, that's not, those are not elements in the way 
you understand it in chemistry, I do understand that. But uh, there are four elements, but the element of water was missing. In the stone was only Eish, Ruach, Ophel, no mine. So how can you give from yourself? That was the riddle. How can you give? How can a stone say, yes, I'll give from myself, but I have no water. How can I give from myself when I don't have it? Eh? It's a big riddle. That's the Kalmuchoyba. This is the depth of what would happen when Boishabayi would speak to the stone. He would give from himself, even though he doesn't have. He's giving from himself, even though he doesn't have. He doesn't have any ingredients like this. But I give for myself. I can't do that. This looks like spooky. So, taking out water from a stone with a hitting over speaking is always spooky, yeah? But the difference between speaking and hitting is by the speaking, you give from yourself. But I myself, I have no water. No, I can't give from myself even though I have no water. And that would be Heman Dembi. That is a core point in what is called emuna or bitoch. That means we are, when I would sit, one of the deepest arguments against doing what I'm supposed to do, I tell you, I have no affinity with it. I think that's what you say in English, that's right. Uh, that's a nice way to say it. Uh, that's a sophisticated way to say it. Yeah? But I have no affinity. It doesn't speak to me. I don't find the resources in my Neshoma or wherever you search for that, I don't find the resources. I can't provide the service. I can't do that. I have no, nothing inside. But the stone definitely would be able to say that because there was no water inside. But even though he gave water, so that would be the Kalvachoyma, that I say I can give from myself even though I do not have these ingredients within me. Yeah? So this is an unbelievable concept of greatness, which is revealed through what you say, emuna. Emuna is revealing that what you are, what is, what is meeting your eye, and in an honest way, in a truthful way, what you see is really there, and you don't make any mistake. That means the stone didn't have water. That was not... A mistake that after say ah no made a mistake it was only a superficial thinking and in essence the stone had water no he didn't have he didn't he didn't no water but even though he gave water from himself so that is this unbelievable depth which was not revealed Moshe Rabbeinu didn't reveal that and then we lost Moshe Rabbeinu through that because that would be the pinnacle of what is considered emune or bitochen, that you see that things are orchestrated from Hashem in a way, even though they don't show up. They do not show up. Not They, they show up in a hidden way. There was a seed there. There was something there. There was a beginning of, with all these nice words which you are using. No, there's nothing there. Nothing. Gurnisht. Gurnisht. But even though you can give from yourself. So this is a basic concept we have to internalize. We are not able, that would, would be what Moshe Rabbeinu would speak to the stone, 
then that would happen in an official way, and then could be that that would be like uh, the history would end at that point, because whenever the world explicitly reveals that things are much more than the eye meets, so then you can't you can't already know what what happens next. That could be done, you know, with some mikdash, whatever you want, you can't know what would be. But it didn't. But still, again, we are not knowing what mean what does it mean, the Avera or the hate for Moshe Rabbeinu. Because everything you would conceptualize, Moshe Rabbeinu also knew, and he still did it. So whatever you'll tell is wrong. Yeah? I understand the, the problem. I don't want to explain and understand the problem. I want to understand what does it say. In Yiddish, what is written? What is the message? What is, is it saying? I'm interested in that. So that is what it says. And this is a message which we ourselves also have to internalize. That is a basic message of, like you would say, emuna in yourself. The Klalisol, when they would be ma'aminim, they would be ma'aminim that, that, that Hashem has a potential to do whatever He wants. Because that would be a kalvachoyma on themselves. That means there would be emuna in themselves. Yeah? They, would, they would believe in themselves that I can provide even though I don't see that I'm, I, I'm able to do that. Yeah? Through what? Through someone which spoke to me. So we were spoken to on Har Sinai, or we are spoken through, uh, to, through the Torah that we are spoken to, but a lot of times we feel that I am, no, I'm smaller than that. I can't. I, have, I don't have the resources. I can't do it. You know? Just you want something from me, I can't do it. The essence of what it says over here and what we can take out from that is that we have to have a very high evaluation of ourselves that when something is spoken to me, I can provide. Like self-confidence when you want. I don't like the word so much. Rav Shapiro knows that. But, uh, but uh, self-confidence, you call that self-confidence. Ich sag dem emune, yeah? You'll call it self-confidence, Gesundheit. But, uh, but this is a basic thing. But now that's a tricky thing. Now this is a very tricky a step to take. And I want to explain that step. That's very much connected to, to the education of ourselves, to a certain healthy education that we are revealing our inner resources through that. We reveal that we can provide, even though I wouldn't think like this. But you can't just some, it's not that you can some decide that I'm able to, to do a thing which you thought is impossible. That's silly. That's, perhaps you do that when you are younger, and then pretty quickly you see it doesn't really work. But the essence of the thing is that you can provide out of that that you are spoken to. Not because you feel connected. You are spoken to. Not, the beginning is not I feel connected. And that's one of the things which we are fostering in our generation. Uh, we are fostering in our generation that um, 
looks like stable, but it isn't, you know. So uh, we are fostering our generation uh, that, that, that you are doing things only when you feel about that. When you feel like it, that's right. All, a, a lot, a lot of the modern time, the modern problem in Tov Pei Aleph or whatever you want, is that the problem is that you identify yourself with your feeling. Yeah. In America, it takes very awkward dimensions, but we have the same problem in El with the new, with the new Memshola, you know, which they, it's a very dangerous thing. They want to bring in reform. Yeah, they want to bring in reform. That's the problem. The problem is not money. The problem is that they want to accept reform. That's right. What is reform? Reform is, I feel Jewish, then I'm Jewish. You know. Oh, oh no. No. What's that? You feel Jewish because something you hate, but that's not why you are Jewish. But no, you don't understand. I, re I really feel Jewish. I, I really, honestly, I feel Jewish. And then you say, okay, you have to accept that. So he is Jewish. No, he's not. No, you need, you need kibbutz kabbalas mitzvahs. You need mila, tefila, whatever you need. When you are based in, then you know what what is needed. But uh, you no, know, you can't. You can't just feel. But they want to accept that. It's like a bad mirror, a very dirty mirror to what we do. Because we are also, not only the world outside of the, with all this very thick dirt which goes on, goes on today, whatever a person feels that what he is, we also have that in a small amount. We put the feeling in front. I have to feel good about learning. I, I looked for that. I, I really didn't find it. I have to feel elevated from tefillah. No, you are spoken to. You are spoken to that you should learn. You are spoken to that you should daven. But what's the trick? The trick is I am not now, Shapira uh, Spira knows me, I am not now uh, preaching Yekishkeit. You know, that you are doing your duties without any taste and without any emotional involvement. Just, just do in a mechanical way a No, 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 no. That's not me. I, I'm not a mechanics person, you know. I'm not, no, 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 no. But the emotion comes after you are spoken to, not before. You can't look inside you and say, what do I have? What is the point of affinity I have within me? This I am ready to do. No. Oh, no. No. That's unhealthy. It's a very unhealthy way of functioning. It's a dangerous way of functioning. No, no, we don't do that. We are not putting the, the emotions first. That's what the world does. It's a very strange place the world ends in today, that they put the emotions first. I feel like that I want to, and then you feel like, I really feel like, and then whatever you do, you know, there are things hilarious things which are happening like this. I feel like. So was. Has to feel like. Was, was she? No, you don't understand. I really feel like this. So what? You put the, the wagon in front of the horse. Yeah? You're putting the feeling first. And that's what that would be. That's what you do when you are. When the stone says, I can't give the water. Why? Because I, I, I have no water inside. So I can't give. You can, but 
the giving water is after the speaking. It's after the speaking you give water, not beforehand. Before it wasn't there. But after you are spoken to, you really have water. That's healthy. This is a healthy way. I want you that you should be emotionally involved in your Yiddishkeit, for sure. But that this is the depth of that self-esteem when you want. Self-esteem doesn't mean I can do it, you know. That's silly. That you do when you are adolescent, you know. When you are adolescent, when you say that I only read the things, you know. So, so when you are like this in the age of 15, 16, and your body begins to develop, and you feel you have, you have, you can conquer the world, which this doesn't happen. Yeah, it doesn't do it. But you feel like this, and then you do. It's childish. But you're self-confident. Same thing. I'm confident. You know, I don't. I'm confident that I can't do it because I feel I can't do it. You're a crazy guy. You know, I don't. You don't. That's not self-confidence. That's craziness. No, you can't feel I want to do. I feel that I, I really, I feel that I can't learn like Rabbi Yoshi. Okay, what is Can I say? You know, but I feel like I want to feel like I feel I feel inspired. I feel elevated. I feel I feel I got a real schmooz. I feel so much about Yiddish kind. My feelings, feelings, feeling, 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 feeling. They got so No, but you need the water. You need the water which should come out. But it's after the speaking, not before. Before there was nothing there. There was no water there. There was no water there. There was no affinity at all. But after you are spoken to, you are able to reveal that you can and you have this. But it's after you are spoken to. That is the growing factor of that healthy mahalach, of that healthy, of the, of that healthy way of living that you are. That's, that is emotional health. When you are emotionally healthy, that means you are able to, to activate emotions according to what you are spoken to. Let's wait. That's what means emotional health. Emotional health doesn't mean that you are a happy person, you know, the whole time. Happy. I was today by a yard side from a, from a friend of mine which lost his daughter, you know. She was age 17, 18, something like this. My good friend, you know. I was by the yard side and in Queens, and now we know you have to be happy, no? No, no. But emotional health means now, now you have to understand it's what what's 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 going on. You have to recognize what's going on. But I now feel I don't now feel about being sad, or I don't feel about being noisy I don't feel like this. I'm now in another mood, you know. I came to there with a very nice car and there was a very happy mood uh, driving there and then I have to be yeah, because first you are spoken to first something is demanded from you but after that demand you are activating your kirches that you are able to cover that demand with your water with your but the water before it wasn't there it's not because I feel first no I understand first. I am spoken to first. Yeah. So that has to be done. We have to restore that by us. And you know that you want 
educate not like this. You want to educate your children that not that they should they should reveal their feelings when you want to say, or the water in the stove. They should reveal that water after they are spoken to. You want that they should feel great, that you make a you make a, a big fuss and you make a nice party and you make it so so up uh, so it's such an upheaval an emotional upheaval and then you say now I really made them that this learning is gishmak so you tell me why why should the learning be gishmak and then you say Leuchter, you don't understand there's so much gishmak in the world outside when the boy doesn't feel good about learning then he will go outside a lot of people say that you heard that once very nice. So, so this is a futile uh, uh, attempt. Uh, it doesn't work. Because the outside feelings are an, an, an unbelievable, uh, powerful manifestation of this, these things which are already there. You know, the, the, that without any thought process. Mm, and now you want that this you should have a possibility that in Torah also you have, mm, I tried it, I tried it out. There's a feeling which people want to do, they do it in Switzerland, and they do, do it also in other places, you call that bungee jumping. So whenever you're lucky and the rope isn't too long, then you don't die. Yeah? So, so, so you just, you fall down and you think you die, and in the end you don't. Yeah? It's a similar experience by Sechoyz. I, I don't like this experience at all. Like the roller coaster, you know, you are falling down five stories, and at the end you don't die. And I can't understand what is the enjoyment out of that. Perhaps I have to try it out once. I can't do it because the couple will fall off by the bungee jumping. Yeah? So, 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 uh, so, uh, so I tried to bungee jump next to the Gemara. Didn't go. It only 20 centimeters. And something like this. I tried to do it. Bah! And, it was, and my head was simply banging into the Gemara. It was no experience. You don't have experience of bungee jumping in a Swiss, please. Yeah, You do not have that. There's no roller coaster in a Ramban. No. It's not the same feeling. It's an entirely other sort of feeling. The Torah doesn't want the excitement from outside. It's a very... It's a, I can't understand why people think like this. How could you make an attempt that you want to provide feelings which are outside in the base medrash? How, how can that be? The feeling is an entirely different feeling. It's a feeling of being content with your learning. It's a feeling, of, and I think today, when you say to a bocher, you have to be content, he doesn't know what you want. I think he doesn't know what the word means. Zufrieden, nicht excited. So now you are today, you're always excited. I'm excited about it. I'm not excited. I'm not excited. I'm content. That means what I was spoken to evoked by me, evoked by me some water. But it's not... No, it's not. It's not. It is, I'm happy with that. I'm content with that. I am calm. The menuchas anefesh. It's not the upheaval. It's I'm content. And this is stronger than the world outside. This is stronger. Because when you do it out of that you are recognize it, and then you also feel it, that the water comes after you are spoken to, when that happens, this is much stronger than the world outside. You are able to discern, no, I want this one and not that one. You are, there's a difference. 
But when you present in the base medrash, you are making an attempt to present in the base medrash the same quality which is outside, then you don't discern between them. And then you can't go, it's 50-50, or it's, I think it's 80-20, because there it's much more exciting than here. The excitement is much more there, for sure. It's not exciting. You feel content. It is that, that after you are spoken to, you provide water. Now, now comes a big fish. How do we work on that? So how would you want to work? I want to work on my, everyone wants to work on self-esteem, and now we found that, that it's in the land of you have you have to believe in yourself. But do I believe in yourself that when I'm spoken to, that I have to be uh, like uh, Frost, like a uh, Masmit, like uh, Ravid Yoshif, or like the stipler I'm spoken to? I very much, I don't know when I'm spoken to, but let's say you would tell me, Leuchter, you have to be a Masmit like Ravid Yoshif. And I say, wow, Nachom, and now I can't provide it? No, I can't. Excuse me, I can't. I can't. So what do I do? Now comes a big Hiddish. The big Hiddish is that, according to what I understand, over here is a core point in what Rabbi Saul says, you have to make small steps or small actions. We always thought that small actions mean that, that you have to go with a small step, because otherwise it's too harsh for you. But according to what, that's right, it's too big, you can't, when you steps like this, you will not walk normally. You have to walk in small steps, because otherwise too much of a, too much of an endeavor or too much of a demand and you will break. It's not like this, not only that, no. It's much more. Because by the small step, you are able to provide water. By a big step, you are able to provide pressure. And that's what we do. We want, from our, from our Talmudim, we want big steps. You are, you, I don't know whether one of you is a Rebbe in a in a, in a cheder or whatever, whatever it is, and then you are in a yeshiva, and then the, the Rosh Yeshiva tells him, you have to learn a whole seder. You know, in the beginning it's a little bit difficult, I don't know how it works over here, but most probably it is the demand, you have to be here from 9 till 1 and learn. And the Bokha says, then say, you only have to decide, and then you see it will be geschmack. You heard that once? No, this, it's not true. No, no. Because the step is too big. That won't give any water. No, that creates pressure. That cre doesn't create anything. It doesn't. But when you tell the boy, you know, how long, how long can you learn? You can learn half an hour. Next to the Gemara. You know? So after the half an hour, I propose you that you should go out and take a breath of air or whatever you do. And then you come back after five minutes and you will sit for another 15 minutes and then the Bokha says okay that's a step which I see and now I'm spoken to in a step which is a small step but I'm spoken someone demands I, I didn't see that I have the water to do that I didn't see that I saw only half an hour but now I'm spoken a small step going further on and then I can reveal that this is a thing which I can provide emotion there too, positive emotion. Today, the amount of pressure which is going on in the community is unbelievable. 
I don't know over here in Passaic, where are you holding, but I, am, I, I know Jerusalem, I know Lakewood, I know, I know other places too. I assume that in a lot of places, people are under enormous pressure, especially when you are Haredi, because when you are Haredi, the pressure is like built in, because it's, it's, the demand is, is never ending. And you feel you are on a, under a never-ending demand, and you, how can you do that? It's an unbelievable pressure which is going on in the community, in the large community. Perhaps here not so much. It is? I don't know. There's pressure? No? Okay. Ma? Ain't sure pressure? No, that you laugh, you know. You never know by Rabbi Spiro whether he is cynical or whether he is not. But most probably there is pressure going on because that's a common denominator everywhere. And what you feel, pressure is a good thing because it makes you work. No, but it doesn't provide water. You will never feel good about what you do. You're, not, you're going to go down, down that path. You're going to, down another path of producing, of being successful, of being pressurized. That's what you go down. No, you have to go down the path that you are able to provide water, like the stone. You are spoken to, but you afterwards provide water. But this is, this is possible only when there is a step going on which is, has the ability to provide that. So that is chinuch. When you want to educate someone, you have to educate him that he is doing a thing because he's spoken to. But he's doing a thing because he's spoken to with a revelation that there is also a, something coming out, like the water comes out of the stone. I can do it, and I do it, I'm spoken to, and then I see I can provide the emotional background. I can provide this water which has to come out. I can do that. Yeah? And this is what I think a central issue in our what you call self-esteem. When you work like this, then you have a, then you will see that your self-esteem is growing because you see it with your own eyes that you are growing. You see that you are bigger than you thought. You can identify with emotions, with with healthy emotions. You can identify with things that you've thought before and are impossible. Oh, but not like those dream books that you can do things which you never thought and then you say, whenever you want it, you know, nothing is stopping you and the, the heaven is the limit, something you say, say something like that. All these, these, these catchy phrases which in your own life have no coverage altogether. And whatever you do, whatever you think, when you put that in the frame, then you think, I am a failure. Yeah? So I don't know whether this, this happens, that Rav Sapir has to tell me whether there are people who think they are a failure. This I can say, I know it from myself. You know? I know from myself, when I put the bar high and I say, yeah, I feel that I can do that, a big thing, and then I try to do it, it doesn't go, then I have a good self-esteem. You know why? You know why? Because... Because you know, uh, no, I'm, 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 what? You failed. I said, no, that doesn't create a good self-esteem. Pressure doesn't do that. No. You create this emune, which is connected to you, this emune in yourself, you create that, that you are taking a 
a small step, but it's not a question of functionality. It's not only a question that you do what you have to do. It's also a question that you are evoking a positive feeling, but, but as a result or as an aftermath of that what you are demanded to do, not beforehand. And then you see I'm growing. Then you see I'm growing. I have a good self-esteem because I see I'm growing. So who knows how far I can grow? That's this no one knows. I don't know. But I'm growing. I see that I'm growing. So that is the, the core point of that thing which I feel that you, can, that you have to have bitacholatsmi. That's the first thing that you have to know. Avoid work. Work with Torah is the most healthy thing you could imagine. Because you always have something to do. Torah wants from you only the next step. Torah doesn't want from you the, the end product. doesn't want. Torah wants from you only the next step. That is. That's it. But you always have a next step. There's never a situation where there's no next step in. Never, ever. You know, you can be in the worst place imaginable, which I don't want to tell you, which I saw people with my own eyes. They were in places which they are terrible. They're terrible what happened to them, terrible their own decisions which they do. I, I, I can't go all different kind of things. And we see that once in a while, for sure, you see that everywhere, you know. People are, and then they feel stuck. They feel that, what shall I do? I, I'm, I'm now, I'm, I'm gone, you know. I, what shall I do in my life? I'm just now, I'm stuck in that bad behavior. Or I'm stuck in that, in that, uh, in that, uh, in that bad situation I'm put in or whatever it is. I'm stuck. I have nothing to do. No, it's only because you don't see that there is a next step to do which will give you, which will reveal afterwards an emotional thing by you which is very healthy because these emotions come as a, a, a product of your seichel, of your being spoken to. And then those emotions, they have reality to them. But otherwise it's an excitement which fades off. That's Rabbi Saul says that that emotions, they are, when you, when you want to say excitement, is chaye shaw, that always fades off. But uh, when I may say, say that in that way, being content stays with you. I had that even, people are so not knowledgeable, they are so not knowledgeable, what does it mean a healthy emotion? That it comes after you see that you do something, after you are spoken to, then the emotion comes in. I was I once had a Rosh Hashiva. Rosh Hashiva is not alive anymore, but I was I was together with him, and he went on a, Euro, a trip in Europe. You know that you have Hasidic trips in Europe and Litvish trips in Europe. So he took the Litvish one because it was a Litvish Rosh Hashiva. So and he went. He went to the cave of the Gun, and he came back and says, Leichter, such a Israkshus, unbelievable. Such is Rakshus by the by the Goen's Kever. Halavai, this is Rakshus should keep on the whole year. And I, I looked at him like bewildered. Why do you think his Rakshus could keep on the whole year? Why do you think like this? It's like a nonsense to think. Also, when you were by the by the Goen's Kever, that won't keep a whole year. Yeah, that doesn't do it because it's always Hayeshaw. So now you want to build all of your Torah on excitement, you, you're building on quicksand. 
there's no, no, no essence there, there's no substance there, it's quicksand. You'll be excited and off, you're excited and off, excited, because you don't build the emotions in that healthy way, that you say, no, I, like the stone, I am spoken to, and I didn't see that I have this emotion, I didn't see it, but I'm spoken to. I'm spoken to, and then I do what I'm spoken to, and then I reveal that I have something in me which covers that. I can provide water. I can provide water. I'm spoken to, and I can provide the water. Yeah? I can provide that chayim, which is inside. But it's a part of that what I'm spoken to. And then it's healthy, and that stays. For sure that stays, because it's that what content means. I don't know whether you have children in the age of, in a, in age of uh, 12, 13, 14, 15. I don't know when they have. And you ask him, what, what does it mean to be content? I am nearly sure that a, a big percentage of the children, they will not know what, 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 is the, what does that mean. They, they will know. Yeah? It's an idle What I mean, they will not know what it means. Uh, no, that's not healthy. No, that's the first feeling you have in Torah, in being content, not being excited. Huh? Because that's, that fades off. So that is a big thing we learn from that hate from Moshe Rabbeinu. So again, I will not explain to you, and we won't speak together, that I do understand what the hate of Moshe Rabbeinu was, and you know, I mean, I would be there, I would be much more intelligent, and I would speak to the stone for sure. Moshe Rabbeinu made a mistake, now it can't be. Whatever you think that you understand what was wrong there, Moshe Rabbeinu understood that too, and he still did it. So, so you have no chance to really understand what was wrong there. That was something above us. Moshe Rabbeinu was said it was above him. The way you saw, the way you saw, no, perhaps what the Chazal that Moshe Rabbeinu told Hashem, Baalilo Atoboaleinu. It's like that. Like was like a a set game, you know. I wasn't able to, not to make the mistake. You, you just uh, organized that, orchestrated it. I think you say that. Something you orchestrated that, that I should fail. That's what, Hashem, that what Moshe Rabbein tells to Hashem. So what, I don't tell you that we would be but better than that. No, that's not the point. The point is, I want to know, what does it say? Why would that be a Kalvachoyma? Why would it be, spoke to the stone, I would learn something from it. You hit the stone, I don't learn anything. So why not? Hitting and speaking is the same thing. It's a miracle. No, speaking means the stone is spoken to, and then he can provide a thing which you didn't, see, you didn't see beforehand. It wasn't there. It was not there. But that is the depth of being spoken to, and then water comes out. Not beforehand, the water is there. So that is, I think, a central concept in our Jewish Jewishness. And it's a center of a concept in what I call like mental health. I don't know what's the matzav over here. I, I don't know. I know it in the bigger, in the bigger concentration, in the bigger uchlusiot. Um, I don't know in the bigger communities. But today, the, the, today there are a lot of people suffering. Is it? It is from Sholem Bayis till they are suffering from themselves and they are suffering from all different kinds of issues that they can't arrange themselves with their emotions. A lot of people are suffering from that. Too many. Yeah? We know that. I don't know over here per se. I really don't know what they over here per se. Perhaps it's too little of a community to make a statistic. 
but uh, but uh, but uh, I know it. I know it from from everywhere. And now you can't come. You can't come. You can not come to me and say, look, Leichter, today people are weak, and the whole world is in that matzav. When you look all over America, then all over America, America is not oxytocontin, which is not only the drug, the sacklers, which they are you know, not, not only those, which they made, they, 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 they sell opiate or whatever it is, they sell, um, how do you call it, painkillers? It's not only painkillers, it's all of the drugs, you know, all of them. In America is full with drugs about which which tamper with the brain, not only painkillers. You know that, you know, it, everyone knows it. Everyone knows it. And then you say, look, all over America. So I made it, the Haredi community is the same. You can't say that. You can't. This is an argument of nil. Why? The argument is nil, and I want to explain that to you. Perhaps you are old enough, for sure. You remember the good old times when Clinton was there and he failed with this, you know, and when the cutscene was by us in Eretz and same thing, and it happened on, on, on right and left that people were doing horrible things in Sneas, yeah? What would you be at that time? And I would stand up and say, you know what? The whole world does that, so our Rabboni do that too. Good argument? No, why not? Because the Torah also that. That's the whole world. That's the whole world, you know? There is a guy, and there is no Torah. He doesn't have Torah, so Emele, that's what he does, because the Yitzhore is big, you know? But we have Torah, we can't do these things, because Torah has something to do with our behavior, that's right. You have to understand, Torah has something to do with your mental health. You can't come and say, because the whole of America is, 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 is eating pills, so also the Haredi community does the same thing. You cannot come to me with that argument, you can't. There's something wrong with Torah, because Torah should provide a framework where you are mentally much more healthy. How? Because you are from? No. There you could be pressurized. Because you are learning yeshiva, there you could be pressurized. I once wanted to propose a yeshiva of a big yeshiva that he should call the, 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 the electrical company and he should make from the pressure electricity. So something would come out from that, you know? Some productive thing would result, would be a result. Because the pressure can be unbelievable. Whenever you know what's happening, the pressure can be unbearable, you know, unbearable. Pressure, I think, no, not because you learn. Because you are knowing that the emotions which Torah fosters are healthy ones. They are not excitement. It's not excitement. It's not pressure. It is you are spoken to in the next step. Only in the next step, because that's what Torah wants. That's Rabbi Israel. That's right. The main rotzen of Hashem is the next step. That's what he wants. And you are spoken to in the next step. And then you see, I can be content more in a broader sense than I was beforehand. I am healthy. And then you are facing difficulties with your children, with your wife or whatever, your spouse, whatever it is. But then you see, I have something to provide there too. I'm not crushed. You know, and then I need some crutches to get up again. No, I can't do that by myself. Because I have a next step to do and that will create a healthy emotion. And I will be a healthy person. That's what Torah has to do. 
So that's the proposal. That's the thing. Yeah? It's a big chiddush in Rabbi Soil because you always learn Rabbi Soil. You always learn Rabbi Soil that it is like not giving in, but it is like a sober approach to your duties. Don't jump up to the Kilimanjaro or whatever over here in America. You don't don't go on the on the Mount Rainier just in one step because that's too high. You have to go in small steps. Ah, wow. Rabbi Sol, unbelievable. No, Rabbi Sol says much more. It's not only a technical advice, which every child could give you. Give you. He says, that's the main point what Torah wants from you. But it's also the main point where your emotions will grow healthy. Because they will grow healthy from such an approach that you are taking the next step and it's emotionally appealing. You will be content. So that is what I wanted to say. I think now it's 8.20 Smincha, that's right, Haraf Spiro. So I think that's enough. It's 8.17. We have to take a little bit of break and then you can daven Mincha. I thought that was enough for today. Not come. Thank you.